You are listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self, and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello my lovelies and welcome back to another episode. I'm your host Suki Ko and in today's episode I want to talk about, well we've come to that time of year when we look back and coming to that time of year when we plan into the future and we plan on what it is that we want to achieve or accomplish or experience in the new year. We've only got two weeks left before we say goodbye to 2021 and we bring in 2022 and the famous cliche as we always say this is going to be the best year yet so in today's episode i want to talk to you about 2021 and a year in review and even though we are going to be focusing on the new year in 2022 and what we want to bring into our lives and what goals we want to achieve it's really important not to forget about what we've accomplished this year, what 2021 has taught us, how we've grown from it. So it's a perfect time, perfect time to pause and to take stock of everything that 2021 has taught us. And I know for many, we are really looking forward to saying goodbye to this year, actually, in fact, the last two years with the pandemic, and we're hoping for a more positive future and putting the pandemic behind us and getting on with our lives and for the world to slowly open up and to get back to some sort of normality. So each new year, it's an opportunity to create that powerful change. And I know a lot of you are with me and we create these rituals that we want to practice. And I have some very special rituals that I practice every New Year's Eve. Okay, maybe not on New Year's Eve, might be a couple of days before or maybe even on New Year's Day. But these rituals really set my year in motion and send a major message out to the universe that I'm ready to attract and to desire the goals that I'm setting for myself for the year ahead. And historically, we tend to recommit and refocus on our dreams and it may be that we had set some goals for this year, which we didn't see happen for whatever reason. And sometimes life just gets in the way or we have challenges or other obstacles that come in the way. So these three questions that I'm going to be asking you in a moment will really make you think about your achievements and think about what it is that you can be proud of, even if you didn't achieve all your goals and not to feel disappointed or to berate yourself that you haven't achieved something. So I highly recommend that you answer these three short, powerful questions before the end of the year. 
and not just to answer the questions from your mind or from your thoughts. Really find some time, sit down, get your journal and pen out and think about it and write in your journal. And you can set yourself up for a powerful, amazing and a productive year ahead. And these three simple questions are going to help you digest what you did, leverage what you learnt and let go of all that crap that is holding you back. And I promise you this is going to be a really quick exercise and I know some people have a really long, involved, kind of complex end of year reviews and mine is not like that. Mine is quick and powerful and it's fast and it's simple. But if you want to customise it and change it around and maybe add some more questions that you want to ask yourself and bring this into your end of year review process and new year goal setting process, then go ahead because this will get you started. And if you're listening to this whilst you're driving or you're commuting or doing something else where you haven't got the time to sit down, that's absolutely fine. Just think about the questions and then come back to them. So question number one is, what did I do, create or experience this year that I'm really proud of? You know, some of us move so fast and we are doing so much that we don't look back and see what it is that we've already accomplished and haven't even celebrated our small wins along the way. And we rarely, if never, take that time to really digest our progress and really see how far we've come. And I'm really guilty of that. I do it myself. And I have my eyes set on the bigger end goals and forget about all those little steps, those little baby steps that help us get to that end goal and celebrating each step of the way. So what I want you to think of are not only the big things, but what are the small things that you made happen this year? What did you create? What did you do? What did you experience that you're really proud of? I want you to think about everything, but most importantly, I want you to write it down. The power is in the pen and paper. The reason why this is so important is because most of us are really critical of ourselves and we feel like we never get enough done, we didn't accomplish enough, we didn't produce enough and we end up heading into the new year deflated and and we can be really hard on ourselves and feel disappointed that we didn't achieve what we were setting ourselves out to do for this year. And if you've already said to yourself, oh well I haven't achieved anything, Just take a moment and really think about that. Is it really true? Even if it's the smallest accomplishments. And we really do quickly forget that. So here's a really good way to remember things that we have done that we can easily forget about is to look through our phone. So maybe look through your photos and your albums as things that will come up. Maybe you can look through your social media and see what you posted on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, whatever you use. And you'll really see exactly how much progress you've made this year. Not only is this going to give you a real sense of accomplishment and a real reason to celebrate, 
But this is really cool. It's going to give you some real specific things to talk about. All those parties and family get-togethers because the holiday season is coming up and this is something that will come up in a lot of conversations as the year draws to an end and especially all the New Year's Eve celebrations that we're going to have and people will ask, oh, how's your year? So when they say to you, so how's your year? You're going to have something good to say. Question number two. What mistakes did I make that taught me something? What lessons did I learn that I can leverage? This one is a really, really, really important one. In fact, it is so important. So ask yourself, what were some of the mistakes I've made and what were the lessons that I learned from them? So when you look back at the mistakes that you made at the end of the year, you have more of a deeper understanding and can look at it more objectively. And if you make a mistake and if you're anything like me and it's recent, sometimes it's really hard to extract the lesson without beating yourself up. But usually with a little bit of distance and a little bit of perspective and time, it's a lot easier to spot the lesson and the growth opportunity without our egos getting in the way. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to look back at your year and I want you to ask yourself, what are some of the things that didn't go so well? Ask like, what mistakes did I make? What lesson can I learn and leverage from this? How can I do this better next time? And how can I use this to grow and become that better and wiser person? And I feel that this is so, so valuable. And I don't feel that we take enough time and we really reflect on that question. And not enough of us take the time to do it. But I promise if you do this, you will go into next year so much more motivated to set your goals. Okay, so this is it. Question number three. What am I willing to let go of? Oh my goodness, this is a big one. And I am one of those persons that I just love to get rid of things. I love decluttering. I love tidying things up. And I especially love doing the full moon rituals, which is all about letting go. So beautiful soul, it is time to let go of whatever it is that is holding you back. So ask yourself, what are all the goals or projects that just hang around for ages and you take them into year, into the next year and then the year after that and you just never get round to doing them? So what can you get yourself out of or just to release yourself from? Seriously, I just want you to get rid of any project or any goal that's no longer aligned with you, with who you are right now and who you want to be in the future and where you want to go. Now, what you have to do is go inside because for all of us, there's always more crap lingering inside, crap that we've suppressed So I want you to ask yourself, what resentments, what anger, 
What hurts are you willing to let go of? So I want you to keep going. I want you to ask yourself, what stories are you telling yourself that no longer serve you? Um, I don't know, maybe it's a story you're telling yourself you're too old or you're getting too old to be doing certain things in your life. Or you may say that, oh, I'm not clever enough or I don't have the education. Maybe it's a different direction in your career that you want to take. You don't feel you have the necessary experience or qualifications for it. Or you might be telling yourself, and who am I to be doing that? And there's no way I can do this or that. And there's no way I can be successful. So just ask yourself, who might you be if you just completely let go of all those disempowering, limiting beliefs and disempowering stories that you're telling yourself? So there you go. Three simple but powerful questions that will set you up for a powerful 2022. So now, if you were just listening to this episode and you didn't write your answers down, now is the time to jumpstart your year in review. So here are those questions again. So the first question, one thing you did this year that you're proud of. And number two, one mistake you made and the lesson you learnt from it. And number three, one thing you're willing to let go of right now. And whatever that thing was that just popped into your head or your heart, it's that thing. You don't have to overthink it. Write it down. And if you're listening to this episode before the final full moon of 2021, which is Saturday the 18th of December, which is also a perfect time to also be answering question three, which was, what is the one thing you're willing to let go of right now? That is also something that you can be doing as part of a full moon ritual because the full moon is all about releasing and letting go. And it will be even more powerful if you're doing this exercise at the time of the full moon. And if you couple your full moon ritual with a burning release exercise and you're writing things down and then burning that paper after, that also transmutes the energy that you're putting into it. So it's a chance to release, cleanse and clear before getting crystal clear on your intentions for the year ahead. And this is going to be one of the most energetically intense, magical and potent times of the year because it's the full moon It's time to let go, release everything you want to release from 2021 before you get into 2022. And whether you like it or not, the energy of the moon affects every single person on this planet. Whether you're aware of it happening or not, it might affect your sleep patterns, your energy levels, or bring up some light karmic issues that need to be dealt with. So take full advantage of the full moon and the energy from the moon to really reap the rewards, the magic that the moon brings. And because the moon controls the tides because of that magnetic draw, 
And with the rise and the fall of the tides, we are also made of 70% water. So we are synchronized with the same way. Our emotions will rise the same way as the tides will rise. So it's a great time for that emotional explosion and just to release and let go. So really take this, take this time with the last full moon of the year and to do this releasing exercise and the year in review. It's the perfect time to take stock of where you are at with your intentions and how you plan to go forward to meet 2022. So what is that one thing or more than one thing that you're ready to let go of in 2021? So, you know, it may be a toxic friendship or relationship that needs to come to an end that you have been putting off the inevitable. Or maybe it's an outdating thought process that you need to let go of, old beliefs that you're holding on to about yourself or your ability to earn more money. It may also even just be a physical release. So either decluttering your house, like I said earlier, and by physically decluttering your house, it also mentally makes space for you and emotionally and energetically makes space for you as well. Each person will be dealing with their own unique lessons at this time. But what we all share is the need to step into the highest version of ourselves, which will involve releasing and letting go of anything that no longer serves us. So be brave enough to examine where it is that you need to release, to clear, to cleanse and create space for the new. And remember, if you want to manifest a brand new life, you can't bring aspects of your old life with you that do not align with your vision. It's the perfect time to reevaluate everything and what really matters to you, what matters most, and make your New Year's resolutions stick. And if you have got time and you want to dive even deeper into this exercise, Visualise yourself of where you want to be in 12 months' time, so December 2022. And when you look back at your year in review for 2022, you can say to yourself, I've achieved everything or most of everything that I wanted to do that year. And you can ask these three questions in all the different aspects of your life. So visualise yourself in 12 months' time. What do you see? And some of the more common desires are to be free of debt, to be physically fit, a happy family life, a good relationship, maybe wanting to master a hobby and feel spiritually well. And the good news is you can have all of this. Measuring your progress in 10 areas of your life will allow you to see what you need to improve. And these 10 areas of your life are your mental health, your physical health, spirituality, intellectual life, marriage or partnerships, parental life, friendships, your job or your career or your business, hobbies and your personal finances. And now is the time for you to evaluate yourself of where you are in each area of this life and ask those three questions in the most prominent areas of your life that you want to work on. And these 10 aspects are connected to and influenced by one another. And therefore, improvements in one area 
will most likely result in growth in other areas as well. So for example, a relaxing home life will also help you to concentrate better at work, while say, a rich social life would lead to higher chances of meeting a partner. Performing poorly on certain aspects could have negative impacts in other areas of your life too. So you may lack energy in the workplace if you're not physically healthy. Not having any hobbies could negatively affect your marriage. And most of us lug around a lot of baggage or mental blocks that determine what is and isn't possible for us to achieve. So instead of letting past failures derail you, learn from them and grow and evolve. Unless we learn from our experiences, we can't grow. So set challenging goals, but keep them realistic. To have that perfect year, you need to take that holistic approach to improving yourself in all areas of your life. So all the 10 areas I spoke about. And one final actionable advice that I can give you when looking at your year in review is to express gratitude. To express gratitude even for the smallest things. And the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is just to take even just one minute to yourself to thank the universe, God, source, whatever you call it, for everything that you already have. Say thank you for being healthy, for having people who care about you, people who love you, for access to even simple things like clean water and food. And being grateful will help you keep positive and be hopeful and remind you of the small victories you've already made. I'm sending you lots of love and I really do hope that 2022 is going to be the best year yet for everyone.